Well, in this world that's full of constant noise, there's distractions, making sound decisions, well, can be a huge task. But with his trademark wit and humor, Father Augustine Weta, well, he reaches way back to monastic history to pray, to think, and to act. And he gives readers practical ways to work through making both everyday decisions and the bigger ones that's going to affect your lives long term. Now, Father Weta walks readers through how to pray while considering all your options, how to think through the possible outcomes, well, then how to come to a conclusion and act. Now, Father Weta is a monk of St. Louis Abbey who teaches English, classics, and apologetics at the St. Louis Priory School, where he's also coaching rugby, and he's joining us today. Father Weta, thank you so much for joining the Morning Blend. Oh, thank you for having me. I love Portland. Oh, well. I especially love whatever whatever blend you have. I'm sure it's absolutely (laughs) fantastic. You know, here in Portland, we've got our fair share of very good morning blend. But the favorite one is the one that everyone listens to Monday through Friday on Mater Day Radio. Father, you are a teacher at an all-boys school. And I would imagine they might say the same thing that I'm going to ask you now. This is modern (laughs) times, Father. What can monks of ancient times have anything to tell us about making decisions today? (laughs) They would ask it that way, exactly. And I think, well, my my reply is usually that uh, you're not the first people in the world to think about these things. And in fact, a lot of your problems were solved hundreds and hundreds of years ago. and by people much smarter and holier than you, which is takes a lot for a teenager to appreciate that. But um, yeah, I think what they have to, they lived in a simpler age and they thought in simpler terms and in, in a way, well, you know what? Uh, I might have to take all that back. Maybe their times are just as weird and complicated as ours. But the point was that they found a way to simplify their lives and to commit to certain things uh, in a way that I think we can learn something from. Just because it's old doesn't mean it's stupid. <laughs> oh, I, I could not agree more. And boy, to know that even when things seem so complicated as they do today, it does seem like the root of whatever we have to go through, well, it's not new. It's things that people have thought no. about, especially within our faith for, well, a millennia. So if that's the truth, then why is this hard? Even moral decisions, which seems like, okay, right and wrong, black and white, that's very straightforward. Yet now the noise of this day and age does seem to blur things to make that gray color. So how do we go about this making right decisions when it feels like we're living in a lot of gray? Yeah, I spent half of my life thinking things just don't change. And then half of my life thinking this Things have never been like this before, ever. Uh, and I think that, yeah, you're, I think you're right on one, on one level, at least, that um, we have more options now than we ever have. And those other options are much more available than they ever have been. Um, so that, like, I, I don't know, I was talking to one of the kids in my school the other day, and he said, you know, if I want to buy a fork, <laughs> I have an infinite number of forks I can choose. Like, I go online. And just one shop has like a thousand different kinds of forks. 
how do you choose which fork to use, much less like which wife to marry or which vocation to embrace? Um, I, you, I guess it used to be the case that you would sort of grow up in your father's business and take over, and then you'd be a butcher just like your dad was a butcher and his dad was a butcher. But now you can see what everybody else is doing at any given time and see the best of it. Um, so, so it's not merely actually, in the end, it's not merely a case of simply deciding, but of just committing to the decisions that you've made. I think one of the crucial insights of the Desert Fathers, uh, and they wouldn't, I suppose, say it in so many words, is that no matter what you decide, it's going to be a bad decision. And frankly, there's no way to make the perfect decision. And even if you could make the perfect decision, someone would mess it up for you, probably you. And, and it, but what, what, what? In the end, I think what separates holy, decisive, happy people from sort of indecisive miserable people is commitment is that you just finally have to make your decision and go with it. Uh, but then, but then again, you also have to be willing to quit if it was a stupid decision. <laughs> oh, well, absolutely. And you know, the, the thing about making a decision too, especially in this day and age is with young people too, is yeah. not only do they go online and look up all of the possible options for making any possible decision, yeah. well, then the next thing they do is they go into the comments and see what people think about what they've yeah. decided to do. And now there's a whole nother added layer about having your decision swayed one way or the other. Well, yeah, which is why the first step is to pray, right? And the first step of the first step is to retreat, because... I think really what, what what really is lacking right now in our lives is silence. And so every great decision, every good decision, in fact, every mediocre decision should be preceded by at least a few seconds, at least a few moments of real silence where you can listen to see, hear what God is saying. Because God doesn't shout people down usually. He, he's, he speaks in a very quiet voice. And unless you ha take the time to let the mud in your life settle, uh, there's really no way to even begin to think about these things, consider all the alternatives without having that space in your mind and in your soul to, to let God do his thing. Mm. Well, that is some of what you will learn about in Father Augustine Weta's new book. It's titled Pray, Think, Act. Make Better Decisions with the Desert Fathers. It is out by Ignatius Press. Well, Father, is it that simple? Three steps to any decision that you might have. Pray on it, think, and then act. Yeah, I think it is that simple in the end. Uh, I mean, I, I managed to complicate it a little bit in my book by getting into the details of what your prayer might look like and, and what thinking about it should the sort of shape that that should take. But, uh, but yeah, I think really if you, if you, if all you do is pray uh, first, then, then you've, then you're, you've got a leg up on the competition at least. Oh, absolutely. Well, you lay this book out quite simply also too. So that way anybody who picks it up can kind of read through this. It's not your standard just here, open up the book and here you've laid it all out, but you really work through each step in this process. You also bring forward some of the Desert Fathers. Kind of tell our listeners when they open up your book how they're going to use it. 
Well, I think one of the geniuses of the Desert Fathers is that they don't quite tell you what to do. Uh, But what they'll do is, if you ask one of the monks, in fact, even today, if you ask a monk, what should I do, they're not really likely to give you a straight answer. They'll tell you a story, and then you'll use that story to work through the answer on your own. And so every subsection of this book starts with a little quote or a story from the Desert Fathers, such as uh, Serapion was given a gospel manuscript, but he only read as far as the word, sell what you have and give to the poor, because he immediately sold it and gave the money to the poor, right? (laughs) Um, Which is kind of a comic little vignette, but at the same time, it it tells you something about how to orchestrate your life, that, that really, first you trust in the scriptures, and if you really take them seriously, it will affect the decisions you make. Well, fantastic. That is just a great process. If you picked up Father's new book, Pray, Think, Act, well, you two will be on your road to making very sound and moral decisions. Father, I really appreciate your time today. It's a fantastic book, and I thank you for your time today. Before we go, can you end us in a prayer and your blessing? Uh, Sure. In fact, I will, I, will, I will give you a prayer that was made up yesterday by one of my students. He said, Lord, make us holy and smart, but mostly make us holy because who cares if you're smart if you're a jerk? <laughs> so, <laughs> Almighty God that. bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. And again, that is Father Augustine Weta. Now, the name of his new book is Pray, Think, Act, It is out by Ignatius Press. I will be sure to add a link to the podcast of this interview where you can get right to Ignatius Press and purchase a copy for yourself. You'll find those links on the materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary media app.